to another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal, the podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. I'm your host, Pat Soroyce, and just to let people know we are a bi-monthly podcast. We drop two free episodes a month, uh, as you can catch us on anywhere platform, any platform or podcast or listen to. If you like what you hear, we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal. You can sign up for two more uh, episodes a month. And also, every episode we do is available in video, too, on our YouTube page, clips on our TikTok. And if you sign to the Patreon, all the Patreon episodes, video as well. We've got all the medias covered. We're getting multi. Meanwhile, I am here with my co-host, Kath Barbadoro. How you doing, Kath? Hi, Pat. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling a little loopy. Uh, it's 8.30 p.m. I feel like it's like midnight. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I feel like I'm in the right I'm in the right mood for an app. I got to uh, I got to plug my delicious beverage today. I know we do. We do seltzer chat on here a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we'll, we'll, we'll check the seltzers. We'll <laughs> seltzer check. We'll do a quick can check. Um, yeah, these are I'm I love them. Uh they're weed sodas, but they only oh. have two milligrams of THC in them. You mentioned that. I can't stop drinking them. I mean, <laughs> I can. Don't, like, worry. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. <laughs> but I, I've been trying. Like, I'm not a big, like, I'm not a big, like, solo drinker, but I love uh, a post-work cocktail. And uh, instead of having, like... Like around this time, okay, we're gonna record an episode. I would make myself a little, a little bourbon or something like that. Yeah. Instead, I'm drinking one of these, and it's grapefruit rosemary. It's like a fancy little beverage, uh, yeah. but it just makes me like chill and relaxed. And it only has 30 calories in it, and I'm a huge fan. That's very Canned. dope. Check so, it out. <laughs> very what good. Is, so, what is? I know like 10 milligrams is like the. Like that, that's like the standard of, of gummy uh, for for weed and stuff. What does two milligrams feel like? I know you said you're just chill, but is there like as far as like weed feels go? What, what is there any identifiable? Um, I'm so I'm like I think a little more sensitive to THC than most people. To me, okay, a five milligram edible to me is like pretty substantial. Like I would not, <laughs> yeah. I would probably not want to record uh, an episode after taking. Oh like wow, five. I I like I don't um. It it's yeah it it's a lot for me like I'll do it but it's usually a I'm in my house alone and I'm just gonna like watch movies type thing two milligrams yeah, yeah. is like I can uh, I can relax I can go about my day I can have like a nice conversation um, but I definitely feel like a little a little chill you know a yeah. little a little a little buzzed perhaps um, oh, but like I I just have one like I the most I've ever had of these at one time is two and I was like great. But one is plenty. <laughs> one is plenty. I am a fan. Yeah, one is plenty, but I'm not mad at two. Exactly. I'm okay. not turning yeah. two away. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, no, I, guess, I, I forgive me if I've talked about them before. I'm just a huge fan. I'm so into yeah. them. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they paid us a substantial amount of money, as they should. <laughs> to I say wish. This, if, but, if they yeah. could, because they're kind of expensive, and uh, yeah. they don't sell them in New York yet. They ship them from California. Um, can sponsor me. I will be your brand. Yeah. Please. I need yeah. these for free. I'm, I'm going to be like homeless. Cause I'm going to spend all my money on these. <laughs> Man, if I had a weed company that sold weed in any form, uh, I would never like pay people to like sponsor my shit. I'd be like, it's, I'll just give it to you for free. It's weed. You clearly like weed. I'll give you these for free. Like, that's <laughs> how I feel. They should corner the market like that. It's like, no, we don't have an advertising budget. We got weed. All we right? just give and, people uh, weed. Yeah. And then they're yeah, loyal yeah. for life. Yeah, as somebody who's been on the distribution of weed before in my life, that greases the wheels a lot of times. You need <laughs> sure. a ride, don't have a car, you give somebody a few grams of weed, yeah, you're in there, and they'll let you control the ox. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. makes the yeah, world yeah. go around. <laughs> yeah, no one's <laughs> mad at you when you got a pocket full of weed and you just <laughs> hand out a few nugs as you go around. Um, so speaking of somebody that nobody's mad at, uh, okay. <laughs> I wanna, no, I, I wanted to – we're talking today about – a uh, story that was brought to us by a bunch of listeners, and this is yeah. The... Thank you for tagging us, everybody. People were very, yeah. very anxious for us to cover this story. Yes, I mean, I, I, I love that. I love, I, I legit love waking up and like I open up Twitter. And people were like, "Hey, did you see this fucked up shit?" It's like, <laughs> it's, it's so cool to be the go-to guy for that because mm. that's my, that's, uh, that's our thing. That's why we do this show. This is we also, love this stuff. I think, I it might be the second. There may be more. Of uh, stories that I have covered on two podcasts because we talked about yeah. this on What a Time to Be Alive. 
So yeah, I love we, when there's we a have our overlaps. Over. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, this time you're telling you guys... the story. I only got yes. the the summary on what a time to be alive. We're going uh, deep yeah. dive today. I, I, I went I went pretty deep. I, I was it's it, it's a crazy world. We've done literary scams before. They involve writers, so they, they just, people doing weird shit. Like it's the collectively writers are probably above average weird. But some of the weirdest people we got. You know, I love them. I love what they do, but they do strange shit. They're very weird, and they know how to spin a yarn. They know how to yeah. like create some drama <laughs> because that's yeah. what they do, especially fiction yeah. writers. That's what is fiction writing if not lying very entertainingly so oh boy yeah well then we, today we're talking about the master of fiction <laughs> the, the master of suspense the new face of horror uh no and also uh, the, the biggest voice in re- in romance today we're talking about <laughs> susan meachin and you know we ain't even got to tell you if, if you've been following stuff like this susan meachin is a recently deceased born again woman <laughs> <laughs> recently Ooh. resurrected woman yeah yeah I, this, this this podcast is just about the supernatural aspect of her existence. How did she come back? No, yeah, uh, yeah. I just the guy who misses the lead on this. I'm just like, we, it's a miracle, folks. Right, Susan Meachin is back. <laughs> uh, no, I do want to give a uh, oh, content warning up top. Um, this we're dealing with a person who faked their death, and they faked their death in a, in a triggering way. It was by their own hand. Uh, I don't want to give too much up to you know uh, stifle the narrative, but heads up, guys. So moving in. Susan Meachin is an American romance novelist from Tennessee. Uh, Until recently, Susan was far from a household name, but she appears to have kept up a pretty prolific release schedule in terms of her her writing. Do Do we know if that's a pen name or if that's her real name? I believe it is her real name. Okay. Susan Meachin. Got it. Also, I thought it was Susan Meacham. Which is like a more common name, and yeah. uh, that's like that, that's just some other boring woman who I think works in finance, but <laughs> she's all over LinkedIn. Um, so yeah, she self-published fourteen titles from twenty seventeen to twenty twenty, and as we know, from some in of three our, years, fourteen in three years, yeah, God damn, know? four yeah. or five a year, four or five a year, incredible stuff. Yes, you know how eat your heart out, my... Louis C.K. You know, Louis <laughs> yeah. C.K. used to always be like, "I'm going to do a new hour every year." This one was yeah. written multiple books. Yeah, mul- yeah, multiple books, and as far as we know, not not jerking it in front not of anybody. Not doing sex crimes, uh, as far as yeah. <laughs> so we have uh, yeah, she's forty titles, and as what's funny about that is like that many a year. We know we work in entertainment. We know so many people, including myself. I'd be like, man, I'm gonna write that book one day. And I'm 37, haven't written a single fucking book, and this lady <laughs> knocked out 14 in in, in three years. She so. had some stuff to say. Yeah, uh, yeah. I believe the stuff she had to say was uh, pornographic, right? Wasn't she a romance? She was a romance writer, and she was the. There's a whole industry of romance writing that's pretty much made to be downloaded on Kindles uh, mm-hmm. by horny women over sixty. Sure, um, I mean you wouldn't you wouldn't want uh, the the physical book because then everyone can see what you're reading on the train or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's made yeah. to be downloaded to Kindles, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just uh, reading. It's just reading porn out loud. You know, like, I am grossed out by this. Everybody who sees <laughs> this erotic cover of the book. Someone um, has a joke about that. I think it was yeah. on Twitter about like reading like Hitler's biography on the train and just shaking your head, like yeah. to let everyone know that you don't agree with it. Yeah. <laughs> And like I, when I, uh, I watched Selena, the movie Selena, at my Mexican friend's house, and I booed when Yolanda Saldivar came on. <laughs> you gotta let his people family know. Got a, yeah, his family got a kick out of it. Also <laughs> relieved. But yeah, so she, uh, yes, this woman was on fire. She was also active in a Facebook group for authors that she both started and moderated. It was described as... Uh, a fan page and I was like that's not right and I read a few more articles that were like it was a community of authors they were not all there for Big Meech uh, which <laughs> Big is Meech. how she will be referred to <laughs> I love that yeah that's interesting um, yeah so it's like it it wasn't like people who read her stuff in particular and couldn't get enough of it it was like she was a community member among other people who make this kind of literature and they would all kind yes. of read each other's stuff is, yep. is that okay. yeah that's exactly that's exactly it. It, it's creative it's like horny op- people love it yeah it's the open mic scene for creative horny introverts yes <laughs> uh so yeah it's like as i say she kept a social circle of other self-published hobbyist authors uh most of their interaction was via the internet and offline she led a former fairly normal life she uh you know lived with her husband 
two kids, four snakes, and a cat at her house in southeastern Tennessee. That's like, I think that's very cool and also is the type of thing that I would expect from someone in one of these communities is to have a bunch of snakes. Like, that just yeah. seems right to me. Uh, yeah, Re- reptile pets or cats. It's reptile pets and cats. And she's crew, got you know? both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She does have both. Uh, she said she did. I believe she said she had a dog or maybe she didn't. <laughs> no, just a husband. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that poor son of a bitch. Uh, his wife died, I heard, recently. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, none of that, however, is why we are talking about Susan Meacham today. Uh, let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all about your best friend, Susan Meacham, and what she's been up to. Now, for all intents and purposes, uh, the Susan Meacham story starts in 2017. And that's when she self-published her first novel, Chance Encounters. Um, just, yeah, uh, vaguely gross name. Um, <laughs> So you, you may not be familiar with Susan's work, but you are familiar with the type of content she makes. Mm-hmm. Susan's passion was romance novels, and she was very handy at cranking out the titles that seemed to be specifically made for Kindle downloads. She was and very print- handy at cranking <laughs> out the titles. Exactly. She was crank- yeah. <laughs> she was cranking yeah, them out. <laughs> everyone involved in, in, in the in the writing and reading of those uh, articles was cranking them out. You know. Yeah. Saying? Exactly. Just, yeah. <laughs> So she started her own. She self publishes. She started her own publishing house called Crankfest Publishing. <laughs> yeah, it's just the stickiest name in town. <laughs> so, yeah, they also did print to order paperbacks, which you know, if you're if you're gonna ruin the finish, you might as well. Uh, <laughs> these are the ones with stock cover photos of like it's like just various like attractive white couples embracing mm-hmm. in various stages, uh, and they always have like five separate fonts, mm-hmm. and. Um, there's no yeah, there's no shadow under the font to make it pop off the thing. It's just like pink letters and it's like It's kinda like village people y where it's like it's all the same, but then like sometimes they're like cowboys and sometimes they're <laughs> yeah, cops and yeah. sometimes they're idiot, but it's like the same like it's a white straight couple in any yeah. race. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wonder how many costumes they go through on that day. <laughs> it just, does yeah, seem like a like fun whole- job to model for those. Dude, that man, I bet the, I, I bet those would be delightful people to hang out with. <laughs> they're just like, they just don't have to work and they're hot. They're just like, yeah, it's like two or three times a week we <laughs> go and pose like caveman clothes and shit. I bet they're all back. like so bitter though that like they're like, man, it's just not the same as like back when Fabio was doing it. Yeah, you just like Fabio was like famous. Him. Like they can't. Yeah, yeah. They're just like. No one can get to his level. Yeah. He's like the Elvis of like romance novel cover guys. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's that level of fame that like that 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 you really can't achieve anymore in, in that industry. You know, it's just like yeah, no, it all changed, man. Once it went digital, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. All, yeah. Also, is our, Fabio still alive? Right. Yeah, he's still out there. Yeah. yeah every wait, time I think of him, I think of that story about him getting hit in the face with a bird on a roller coaster. Mass insanity. <laughs> it's, yeah, just one. Just, it happened. It happened like that has to happen like statistically once every fifteen hundred years, and it happened to the hottest guy we have. <laughs> one of yeah. our internationally uh, <laughs> handsome treasures. Yeah. They, just, they had a, a fucking the Italy's best face doctor on hand. He was like, oh, no, I've got to make him a hot again. Uh, that, I apologize to the fine Italian people. So the Facebook grew. Uh, yeah, so so Susan seemed uh, she seemed to have like a rather adversar- adversarial stance towards the literary world. Uh, she would later claim that she'd been bullied by more established figures in that industry. And that the bullying plays a part into to our story today. And her supposed response to that bullying uh, I do feel compelled to say it is hard to find examples of the bullying. <laughs> uh, you, you would think if it's enough to make you kill yourself, it's everywhere online. And it's not because her like so the Facebook group for authors uh, that she moderated. It seems to me that's like a likely forum for where, uh, you know, you would find this woman's, Probably. Uh, this woman's stuff. Yeah. So she uh, so it, but it's a closed group. And, you know, I started researching this yesterday. I'm not going to, you know, who knows how long it takes to get vetted to get into the ward after all they've, all they've been through, you know, like, yeah. at this time. They're probably closing ranks after everything they've been yeah. through. But they they circled trying. the wagons, man. Uh, yeah, can't, nobody get that bitch. And, yeah, it's closed <laughs> up. So, but I feel that's where it would happen. Um, but it seems way more likely that this bullying may have been a projection on her part or perceived. Uh, I would say it's like the, the, the vibe of like, open mic comic who's been like three months in like why does nobody book me the scene has a problem with me and it's like you're just yeah you're just why would they not book you if you were good like no one would do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so interesting because it's like 
I think it's so uh, great that like the internet has facilitated like this this thing of like self-published hobbyist writers. I think that's great. I think like everybody yeah. who wants to write should be able to write and share it with other people. Uh, you know, like any everybody who wants to paint should be able to paint. Like everybody who wants to yeah. do anything creative, there shouldn't be any gatekeeping around it. Uh, except if it's an open mic that I'm at. That's the only time <laughs> that I don't feel this way um, about about everyone pursuing their their yeah. creative expression. But it's like it's such a cool idea in principle and I feel like online writer communities are like some of the most toxic like yeah. insane like I I don't know about this person and you know Susan getting bullied but I do know like from being on Twitter that a lot of people who like spend a lot of time in online writing communities are like pretty maladjusted people and like yeah. they enact these really intense power dynamics on one another that like do seem you know not maybe not to the extent that a fully grown woman with a family is going to end her life over it, but like they do seem pretty intense. They're, yeah. <laughs> these people take the shit very seriously. Yeah. They, they prop it up with their own like idea of how important what they're doing is. And so the yeah. stakes are as high as like, it, like it would be if you, if you were watching like, you know, uh, like Hemingway, like, you know, like have like a, a public duel with another author. It's like <laughs> to them, it's that level. Right. Um, especially because you're self-publishing when it's like before, if you didn't have a book published, it kind of, like, I feel like it maybe was a little less toxic back then I might say, because before you, if you didn't have a book published, you're no better than this guy. But now that you can be like, here's a link and there's 15 things you can read and people buy right. them and I can sell them. <laughs> it gives you the juice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It reminds me of, there was back when I was uh, rapping in Colleen, Texas, uh, people had the little clicks and associations. And this one group was just like these lame ass dudes. They, they were like, yeah, we got this label. And, uh, I like one day I saw the other guy. I mean, they were kind of jokes. I bumped into the guy. I was like, "Hey man, how are things going with that?" I, just, I don't say the name in case it was. I was like, "How are things going with that label?" And he was like, "Oh man, you ain't gonna believe it. The other two dudes made themselves CEO. They're trying to make themselves top rappers at the label." <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "Damn man, it's so much intrigue." He was like, "I know, it's crazy." <laughs> so yeah. I get that vibe. Like, yeah, yeah. Online writers, I also feel, are just like a bunch of dudes with the um, the leather patches on the suit mm. jackets mm. but they have like uh tinted like violet shades and they're super shitty it's <laughs> just like real toxic that's the vibe i get i i'm thinking more like um like honestly demographically a lot like this women like o older white yeah. women who are um very uh like like have a lot of like ruth bader ginsburg merch like <laughs> that's who i'm thinking and th those women like mostly very sweet very well intentioned but like they can be really intense and like yeah. really <laughs> they're yeah i i think they're kind of corny but like they're you know they mean well they're better than like QAnon psychos or whatever but like they yeah they're like their forum drama is capital d drama they have a time <laughs> on there i wonder how many of them were simultaneously posting Oh my God! My son just looked at the screen and said "Ruth Conda forever." <laughs> like, right, that, like, right. <laughs> of the day of, I wonder how many people were like, "Oh, that'd be a real good thing." <laughs> well, it's funny. All the responses in here we're gonna get into it are also like, you can tell they're like, "We are writers," and it's 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 very like, it's it's fifteen paragraph Facebook posts, yep, and it's a yep. place where that's uh, encouraged. <laughs> so yeah, we're uh, to, to her credit though, based on Amazon reviews, because I was curious, what's this woman's work like? You know, sure, and. I was. I went and looked, and um, her credit, based on Amazon reviews from readers who actively seek out and read this particular brand of romance novels, of which there are enough. I'll say that. I don't want to say there's a bunch, but there's enough. There's enough. Um, so she seems to actually do pretty well with her audience. Um, I wanted to make an effort to get a feel for her writing, but they are behind a paywall, and so some of them are as high as $3.99. So mm. I'm just going to go through life with a less than thorough understanding of her work. <laughs> but... Uh, she describes her brand of fiction as perfectly flawed romance. Okay. Uh, because she is drawn to imperfect characters, and according to her, her characters tend to be flawed and complex people. And that's, you know, and it, 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 as far as I know, she's the only writer doing that. That's true. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's her trademark. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> what is this deeply misunderstood anti-hero? <laughs> so... I did find out that Susan has a bunch of her novels, though, available on audiobook. 
and I was able to listen to a few of them. And while I'm not, I'm not able to confirm this, I am almost certain that she's doing the voice talent. Ooh, okay. Who else would? And so I was able to find, we got a treat for you guys. I was able to find this excerpt from her debut book, Chance Encounters. And yes, that is the first book in the Chance Encounters series. Okay. I know a lot of people are worried about that. Is there a character named Chance? I don't know, but okay. I hope so. There, I hope so. I know there's a Blake and there's the main character. Her name's not Chance. Okay. But there is a there's a Miguel. And we are going to get to hear uh, someone's take on a Miguel. Oh, <laughs> so, God. Okay. Well, yeah, there's some real good accent work uh, happening here. I am going to go ahead and uh, fire this up. I think we'll both be able to hear it. Turning my office light off, I head for the bank of elevators and bump into Miguel. What are you doing here, Miguel? Trying to give me a heart attack? No. Emily, I was worried about you. So I came up to see if you were ready to go home. Sorry, Miguel. I'm just on edge today. So that's... <laughs> okay. That's definitely her. Yeah. She's doing there her is... best. God bless her. Yeah. There is I just a, am a worried about how she wrote Miguel's accent. Yeah. That's always... Yeah. That's a mi- that is a minefield, uh, especially for like, like full... Ruth Bader Ginsburg ladies. Like, yeah. Woo. Yeah, I mean, she's like with like full Irvine Welsh in, tr- in the in the transpotting book. Where it's just like you're like, oh, you really, you really committed that to to written word. Right. Um, there's another character named Aura, and I can't. And who who's in like it's a five minute excerpt from the book. I only played that part, and she's an earlier character. And Aura, um, I'm gonna say she sounds like a uh, a black woman who's working in a domestic job, <laughs> and so okay. she does that voice too. And so Yikes. You really. Yeah, yeah. You got to go check out her her uh, deeply nuanced take on Miguel and Aura. <laughs> but one thing that's weird, though, that, I always, that, that while listening to this, and I always think of this when I read fiction, is how a lot of stuff takes place in a world where other people give a shit about the main character. And it's mm. like the most, it's like, it's just disingenuous to me. I'm like, who, who, I would never see my coworker bummed out and be like, hey man, you need to call her. Like characters do right. all the time in fiction. That would never happen. Or maybe I'm just a fucking, maybe I'm a prick. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think that's an interesting observation too, especially because I think the, the like, I'll, I, that might explain why these online communities are sometimes really intense is that like, a lot of people writing this kind of stuff, like, do kind of think of themselves as the main character of reality. 100%. And yeah. so, like, yeah, yeah. they, uh, yeah, I don't know. They just sort of are, they're self-interested in that way. Of, yeah. Which, I, I, I mean, like, I don't mean to shit on amateur writers. I think there's a little bit of this that, like, all writers and performers have. Like, I, I think yeah. comics have it, too. Like, I, I think it is a tendency, but I think especially if you're writing first-person narrative fiction... And it's like kind of a self insert character. It it yeah. It's not too much of a stretch to be like these people kind of think the world revolves around them, you know? Yeah, that that that's that is very true. It's like it's like even like you know like I've I've uh, I, I I you know write short stories. I, I write a lot of stuff, you know. Like I'll, I'll do my thing, and like that's one thing when I go back and check my stuff, I'm always just like, it always just feels yeah no, weird. It's like why would all these things be happening to this person? And I feel that's what what you say it's prominent in the the amateur writer community. And I'm sure that's what might be like one of the things that separates amateur writers from writers that hit it big is who are able to like escape that that type of prose where it's just like the world is happening to their character and you know like we're seeing the the the, the manifestation of people who don't understand that you yeah, know like, yeah who don't sort of move beyond that i guess but, yeah yeah so uh yeah uh wow we just took that was a nice little literary criticism we did there that was fun <laughs> uh so yeah, that 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 was that. So Susan Meacham, other originals of for Susan Meacham that are currently available for download on audiobook are Special Delivery. Uh, I think that one's about a home invasion, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> losing him and finding you, mm. which is not a self help book. It's 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 right. No, yeah, she dumped a guy for another guy. I'm guessing <laughs> is what that is about. Yeah, it, it to get like full on like like book stupid again i was like well wait i'm losing him and finding me I'm, I'm looking at the cover am i in the book what is this susan <laughs> i don't know it's it's crazy. then there's smoky mountain love and to be clear that is mountain that's the abbreviated form of mountain so on the title of the book it's smoky mtn period love <laughs> okay so yeah but susan wasn't without her supporters i did find this glowing five-star review written by a woman named connie ortiz 
which might come into play later, uh, for chance encounters on bookbub.com, which I didn't know existed, and now I have a weird membership to to read on it where they send me emails that I'll never (laughs) unsubscribe to. So if you see me out in these streets, ask me what's happening on BookBug. I'll I'll know. (laughs) But uh, here we go. This is what Connie uh, had to say about, I believe this is all from her debut album, her debut uh, book. I want to stick on chance encounters. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to stumble too far to the Meechan cinematic universe, Sure, but she said, what a fantastic read. If you're looking for a great read, this is it. It's so unlike anything I've read before. Susan Meacham sucked me into the story from the beginning to end. Gross. <laughs> she did what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, at Susan Meacham sucked me into the story. <laughs> you got to space that better, man. Um, I found my. I, so she sucked me into the story from beginning to end. I found myself wanting more. That's a horny way to feel about a book. The story had romance, suspense, excitement. I was able to connect with these characters and the storyline. Her story tells of real life issues. This book makes so this book this makes her book so real and emotional. Some books you read and you some you enjoy, but Chance Encounter swallows you up. Damn. <laughs> this woman has blowjobs on the brain. She sucked yeah. me in and swallowed me up. God damn. I found myself wanting more. Um, and it says, yeah, and then it, 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 yeah, it said, but Chance Encounter swallows you up, heart and soul. I am definitely excited to read her next book. All right. Five stars. Yeah, uh, oh, there's another closing. Thank you, Miss Meachin, for sharing your amazing talent. I would definitely recommend this book to all my friends. So. A in, again, in class, yeah, in classic lie, cheat, and steal fashion, a, a trope that would happen. It's like if they just stayed in their lane, they wouldn't be on the show. If, they, yep. if that was, if Susan could have just continued to crank out five <laughs> awkwardly horny books a year. <laughs> like, yeah, to her adoring it, fans in her Facebook group, uh, yeah. she could have had a good time. Yeah, she would have been the God King Emperor of the Ward. Uh, <laughs> she would have been, you know, it could have just been her, her hubby, the two kids, and all those damn snakes just yep. hanging out in southeastern Tennessee. <laughs> but like so many aspiring artists before her, Susan Meachin mistakenly, mistakenly, I have to stress, has felt she deserved more. And that's when we do that, us aspiring artists, we make this crazy mistake that no, we're, we we get we need a little more out of this, and, I'm it, and it causes. Yeah, That's, it yeah. causes some uh, some behaviors. So she it felt like she certainly does more. cause some behaviors. <laughs> yeah. I have seen. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I am living the- and observing those behaviors in the comedy <laughs> community. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and have been I- for the past ten years. Yeah, I read. Yeah, there's a. I read about a man today who's just, <laughs> who had some behaviors, you know. And now, <laughs> and, and now I'll never know what happens to the Citadel of Ricks. You know, <laughs> that storyline's just in the wind. Unless it wrapped up already, I don't watch it that consistently. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so she felt, so she devised a plan that was in and of itself a testament to the type of fiction she prolifically writes. Uh, so in September of 2020, we're going all the way back. September 2020, you're inside. Uh, your hair is long. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a haircut by September 2020. I got a front. I waited till like August though. And then I, that's I had to for go. you. That's a lot. We've talked about your yeah. commitment to the fade. So like <laughs> yeah. the fact that you went from March to August with no haircut is, is you were yeah. being brave. If anybody check, check my Instagram, like just fly back. I, I got the before and after it is the longest. My hair has been my adult life. It's insane. Uh, and then, and then, and then the and next you were one, like, I am boom. not about to die of COVID without a fade. Yeah. Like I'm not letting yeah. the mortuary artist do the fade. I gotta Thank go. You. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. I like you know, it's gotta be my guy. If it ain't my guy, like, I can't. I can't do it. Uh, yeah. So the, the, the I, but this, this September 2020. We all remember that. A post was made in the ward from Susan's Facebook account. In it, a person claiming to be Susan Meachin's daughter broke the news of her mother's passing to the group. Um, and again, we see this all the time with these like fake online scams. It's like it's like when you would talk to girls on AIM when you were like uh, a kid. You're just like, hey, it's David's friend Pat, or whatever. just like you're, right. you know, the fake friend who's out in the room. Like it's 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 very very juvenile shit. Uh, so Meach's daughter, she said it was due to suicide, and that it came as a result of the campaign of harassment that she had suffered at the hands of the book world, which is what a lot of them refer to it as. I, I was writing this out. I kept writing literary, like literary, literary industry, right? Or literary literary scene. world or whatever. Yeah. Nope. And then I book got into world. like a, 
a couple of the first person accounts and it's just like yeah the book world was going crazy that day that's <laughs> like, so funny that's yeah. such a weird yeah that <laughs> book world that's sounds really like a, like a kingdom hearts video game where it's just every character it's like you're like yeah yeah, Tom Sawyer and Don Quixote, you know, it's just hanging out. It's just a nerd's <laughs> wet dream. It, yeah, no, it sounds like, um, like, uh, the imaginary fantasy of a child with no friends. Just like <laughs> book world. I wish I lived in book world. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah just that man. I, I'm like going through my childhood times playing in the yard alone. I'm like, oh shit, did I say book world? Like, it's, it's not <laughs> out of the question. I, I had an idea of cooking like that, like fourth grade. <laughs> like, where, like, yeah, friend activity was at an all time low. And I, yeah, I definitely. <laughs> my made friends up some are places. books. I'm going to yeah, book yeah. world. <laughs> Oh, your friend lives next door. My friend lives in Arabia. It's open <laughs> a thousand nights. <laughs> so in a follow-up post, so their daughter had to explain. So they, she's like, "Yeah, my mom died a week ago," and people were like, well, "Hold on, she's you know she's been posted." Is she, she on? Like, is the sister posting this on the sister's account or on Susan Meachin's account? Oh, it's it's the daughter posting on her, her mom's account. Right. Uh, so she's Susan posting Meachin. as Susan Meachin saying, "Hey, this is her yes. sister. She's passed away." Yeah, Susan Meacham checking in here, uh, or not Susan Meacham checking in right. here. <laughs> Susan Meacham checking in from hell. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so she was like, it, but there had been some activity. She said the death had happened like a week ago, and there had been some activity on this uh, her account. And she was like, in, in an eerily prophetic line, she goes, hey guys, thought everyone knew my mom had died. Uh, dead people don't post online. She didn't say LOL, but it was implied. <laughs> um, and then she was like, she basically was like, I've been on her account using her account to help go through some of her notes and things. I don't know why you need Facebook for any of this to help finish her last novel. Mm, um, her dying wish. Folks. Yeah. Her dying fish her, her dying yes, fish, her dying wish. And also her, the last novel was called love to last a lifetime. Well, not very long. Yeah. Apparently yeah, yeah. <laughs> also on Bookbub, It is her lowest rated book. Uh, yeah. Most of them have like four stars, even on Amazon. And uh, that one is like two. So wow, a disappointment. Yeah. So she basically, she explained that she had taken on herself to finish her mother's final novel, uh, Love to Last a Lifetime. She said her mother had intended to give her the unfinished book for her wedding present. Uh, and she called upon Giving the community. Giving your kid uh, a romance novel you wrote as a yeah. wedding present? <laughs> Work on your story, man. I know this isn't all, none of this is true. And so I'm like, yeah. I have some script notes about this. That's insane. That is insane. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine is, that? I, you I get try not to. And you're, you're yeah. like, I have something for you. And it's just a, like a full on romance novel. It's just yeah. smut. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. This, this is, this is, Let, my I'm going to read from it at your rehearsal yeah. dinner. <laughs> Jesus. I want you to be familiar with my take on human intimacy. Right. And, you know, <laughs> my friend's dad was our, our principal. Uh, his name was uh, uh, Mr. Dickinson, one of my close friend, childhood friends. His dad, Mr. Dickinson, big black cowboy dude, wrote a book about Wild Bill Pickett, the old black cowboy that invented the bulldogging maneuver. It was a children's book. Got it published and gave my friend and all his brothers a copy for Christmas and then said to add to the gift was, I will read from it anytime you want me to. <laughs> I may have mentioned him on the podcast before. He got dragged into our cafeteria on a rocking horse in full regalia by like an office aide. And he got up and performed aloud a chapter from the book. Amazing. What <laughs> a weirdo. He's one of the coolest human beings of all time. <laughs> <laughs> he got up and goes, while Bill looked at the mountain lion and he was just full, Hell full yeah. on. Uh, so yeah, so check that out. What the the Bill Pickett thing by Malcolm Dickinson. That's but, yeah, that's the good kind of uh, of amateur yeah. writing. Principals yeah, with being, their weird books that, yeah, that they read the, from the high school. Let the kids play with your snakes. You know, like just like be a <laughs> wacky, wacky, crazy local character. It, <laughs> no one knows how to have fun with this shit. But yeah, so she uh, she then so she said um, it was given her as a wedding present. Then yeah. she called upon the community of authors for help in editing the project and getting it ready for release in honor of her mother. Uh, unpaid, mind you. Unpaid, of course, uh, donating to this grieving family. Donating to this grieving family. Yeah, in Here's memoriam for this woman, we will edit yeah. for free. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I mean, I, I was, we, we know this is going, but I want to know, was that a cruel thing on her? Because she was like, had such 
uh, contempt for all these people where she's like, I want to see how these fucking plebes edit my work. And she's just yeah. like, oh, look at Stacey. Oh, Stacey, oh, oh, you would do that. You hack shit. Like, it's, it, it feels like that was her own torture porn, kind of. I wonder, too, if maybe this is like, maybe it's rated low on uh, that website because like, I feel like you're going to be way more lax editing a dead person's work because like, <laughs> There's not going to be another draft. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. like, you can't, like, send them back notes of, like, I don't think you need this part. Can you elaborate on this some more? Like, you're not going to do that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just break it out the Ouija board. You're just like, I feel like in the middle it gets a little slow. <laughs> uh, turn the lights on and off if you agree. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe you're maybe you're a little lax. So Yeah. Well, she said, she said, donate my editing skills. She also said, donate your editing skills. She also was like, hey, could you also donate real money? Uh, to help pay for yeah. her funeral. And so um, then she God, also asked. We need, like, off, funerals should be free for, like, or just, like, they, it's insane how expensive a funeral is. But, like, they they should somehow be subsidized or something. Um, yeah. Partially because they're expensive, but partially because it would stop so many scam GoFundMes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if, no one, if no one had to raise money for a funeral, like, that would take out. Like half of the frauds we have covered, like yeah, yeah, in the last yeah. couple months. Yeah. <laughs> also, I gotta get this out of your public. If I if I ever die and you're able to raise money, don't blow it on a stupid fucking funeral. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bury me in the cheapest shit possible. Yeah. <laughs> Spend it on something fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. Throw me. I. I'll say you can do this. Throw me out of the car on the highway. Let somebody else fucking deal with it and just go do something else, you know? Yeah. Like, throw me yeah. out of the car on the highway on the way to South Padre Island for the weekend yeah. or something. Like, go have that, fun. Like, that last road part you get before you go up, up over where it's literally just chicken wire between yep. you and the Gulf of Mexico. Drop me there. Yeah, th- right there. I want to bloat and I want people to see it. Uh, no coffin, please. Just Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> So, yeah, so she also requested that people, she said, hey, uh, also, could you avoid reporting the death to Facebook so the account won't get memorialized, which would strip away functionality, making it harder for me to complete the book? Because you know how you store sharp chapters of your novel in Facebook Messenger, you know? Yeah. That's where I keep all my stuff. Yeah. So... There was an outpouring of support from her, her mother's online circle of friends and colleagues, not just to help with the editing, but financial help as well. The GoFundMe actually reached $1,700. Not that high, lady. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't mean <laughs> Guess to Guess you weren't somebody. that beloved. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen people get nine grand for their dog surgery. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Austin is a city where I, I have seen dog surgeries outpace human cancer. It is um, like... I, I get that, like, I, God knows, like, having uh, veterinary care can be very, very expensive. But yeah. there is something sort of offensive about having pet GoFundMe is, like, on the same website as people <laughs> GoFundMe. It's, like, yeah. it's just, I don't know, that feels very demoralizing, yeah, when you see, like, a dog that's raised $60,000, and you're like, yeah. I need fucking dialysis. Like, yeah. what is this? Yeah, just Googling, I love like, animals, but, like, yeah. be for real come on yeah you can't yeah yeah i can't learn to hello i can't learn to hello heck a bork at this age or the fuck it is is. (laughs) right my my ex uh the she had two kids in the park by her house the cool park that the kids liked had no overhang so there's no no shade so the shit was like too hot to play on and the dog park had a very elaborate and like eccentric like (laughs) covering and you just sit there and watch like her kids be like "Ah," i can't get on the slide (laughs) and there's just a a corgi with sunglasses on across the street (laughs) so she said yeah so uh also they said so yeah they got 1700 and also hey don't report this to facebook and then they said, uh, hey, we need someone to step up and take over the group. And the woman that stepped up was named Connie Ortiz. If you recall, huh. Connie Ortiz was Big also fan. the woman who left the glowing five-star review yeah, on right. Susan's book. Yeah, who got you know like uh, verifiably horny from it. So Susan Meacham, uh, super fan. She's going to take yeah. over. <laughs> what would the fan, the, the Meacham fan club be? The the Meach, Meach Breach, the Meach, Meach Head? No, I got nothing. The Meacheladas? <laughs> Micheladas. It'd be the Micheladas. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I think I might go. I mean, I've been drinking those. Like, uh, my new worst obsession that's so horrible for me is, like, uh, those uh, Modelo mango chili Michelada things. Mm. It's just pure corn syrup. It's actually less booze than regular beer, but shit, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, uh, Connie Ortiz, she said she'll step up, and she served as the admin of the group until November of 2022 when they reached out to the community to see if anyone was interested in taking it over. They were just unable to keep up with it, they said. The first comment came from a group member by the name of T.N. Steele, who offered to take it over, which they did. Now that's a romance novel, man. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Somebody with a good pen yeah. name here. For sure. Uh, another ripple in the wake of this tragedy was a heated round of finger pointing within the community as people attempted to hold people accountable for bullying Susan. But like the thing is, is nobody could really find like a definitive case of the bullying. Uh, so people were going back and looking up like it was like a witch hunt. They were like, "Look at yeah. this right here! You you laugh reacted or whatever." Like it was. That's why she's pointed. dead. You killed yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you killed. And it's a rumor again of like very dramatic people who probably know how to be accusatory in the most theatrical way achievable. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, so they go back and so the tragedy left its mark and, and as tragedies do, it reshaped the social landscape and, uh, and as tragedies do, it also, uh, you know, it eventually, you know, time marched on. Uh, oh, what they didn't want to touch on was in a, in a Reddit, the Reddit that I read, there's people from the group who were like, man, there really wasn't any, any instances of it. They said it was feedback was asked for her, some of her writing mm. and the feedback this is what one person said but the feedback was like you know not what she wanted to hear and it was you know it did she didn't take it right. well surprise surprise yeah yeah so so yeah time marches on nearly two and a half years later january 2023 this month last week the current year shit goes haywire <laughs> there is a a development in the story that elevates it to the status of a lie cheat and steal level event which is that's yeah an lcsle uh <laughs> the relative peace and quiet of the ward was shattered when a post appeared from the og susan meacham account and this is odd because susan's daughter had been uh pretty kind of silent for like two years you know yeah um but a quick read revealed something far wilder it was a message from Sarah Meachin herself. And this is where it gets supernatural because beyond the grave, she did this. No, this is a, she was very real in corporeal form. It read as follows. It said, it said tell me this, this, isn't, this is an author. This is the type of people we've been talking about the whole episode. She goes, I debated on how to do this a million times and still not sure if it's right or not. There's going to be tons of questions and a lot of people leaving the group, I'd guess. <laughs> But my family did what they thought was best for me, and I can't fault them for it. I almost died again at my own hand, and they had to go through all that hell again. Returning to the ward doesn't mean much, but I am in a good place now, and I'm hoping to write again. Let the fun begin. What the fuck? She just gets all fucking Joker at the end of it. Like she's yeah, like... that's that's a lot of words for what basically amounts to like, ain't I a stinker? Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Let the fun begin, Batman. Like it's just like like that, that's at that point you have twenty four hours to save Gotham. Yeah, I mean, so. again, it is like it, it is the language of a person who believes themselves to be the protagonist of reality, and yeah, and coming back from the dead is like a good way to get a lot of attention. Very briefly, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, people yeah, will be like, "Oh shit, okay." Yeah, historically, like, people who have done that have you know, been pretty influential. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a, a good way to get a lot of people talking. <laughs> yeah, it gets the vibe out. You remember Lazarus? He's back. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we still. Talk talk about that guy <laughs> we true. still talk about jesus yeah um and as we should no, I, I, uh, <laughs> yeah so that, 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 that club is it's exclusive either way but it either has like three or like maybe i don't know like it's seven members or no members you know like it's either the coming back from the dead club yeah, coming back from the dead it's either got like if you go by world religions it's got maybe like i don't know eight or nine and then like or it's actually zero because none of it's real jury's still out <laughs> but people were shocked the full details, uh, yeah, yeah, which is crazy. I thought they would have taken that in stride. I, uh, the, yeah, oh, sorry, go ahead. You're going no, to no, no, no. elaborate, I'm sure. Yeah, the details uh, were that while Susan was alive, according to her, she had attempted suicide. And I, I don't want to make a joke about that. I don't know if this lady did that or not, you know. And while she survived whether attempt, Whether she did or not, it is definitely um, very clearly being talked about by her to make sure that people don't immediately jump down their throat. Like yeah. whether it happened or not. And yeah. uh, if it happened, that's very sad. Uh, yeah. And it totally, totally possible, but definitely yeah. putting it in the first line here is a, well, I'm not totally lying. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was very upset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I might have embellished a bit about suicide. I did cry. And right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, it was funny. Is just that just that little discussion? I think we 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 were more respectful of suicide than she wasn't any part of this. So maybe I don't That's a owe good... her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So according to Susan, her family decided that you know, in the wake of the suicide attempt, uh, it would be best to, you know, the, the classic stages of grief. Say she was dead. Yep. Blame the Facebook group for making her do it. <laughs> Ask for people they blame to edit the book for free, and finally donate to her funeral costs. Yep. Yeah. It is the, the the four stages of grief. The classic, the scammer stages of grief. Yeah. That's yeah. What they are. <laughs> uh, yeah. One die to blame everyone else it's <laughs> yeah people were shocked uh but not all of them you see some folks hadn't been so convinced they were reading posts written by sarah's daughter uh because they found it very unlikely that both mother and daughter would have the same writing style and also she self-published let's be honest same writing mistakes mm. uh, i was gonna say the first part sounds like a real compliment almost because it's like wow this striking and unique literary voice <laughs> She can't stifle it. Yeah. But it's more, yeah, yeah that like her apostrophes are in the wrong place. Yeah. yeah, it was like her mother was speaking through here. Listen to this right here. Mom, be dead. Love you. Money now. Please go fuck. You know, like, and it's just, wow. You know, the, the voice echoing through generations. Uh, a common typo in Sarah's online combos, not her writing, but her online combos. And this may not be, a, it may not be an intentional typo. I, I type C-U-Z for cuz and shit. But instead of saying supposed to, like I'm supposed to do this, she would say post to. Post. Interesting. Okay. It's Tennessee. She owns four snakes. That's how yeah. she's going to say it. <laughs> and she's from Tennessee. This is, yeah. this is valid. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I feel we've been leaving that detail out of a lot of places in here. And I'll <laughs> say it. You're welcome, Tennessee. Uh, but yeah, so she... Uh, but she, there's something, you know, but people were suspicious, but there's something about a two and a half year gap that kind of puts your suspicions to bed because it's, 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 it's modern age. If somebody fakes their own death, like I'm going to know about it in 36 hours, you know, like that, that's not going to, that's not going to fly like in, in two and a half years, you know, no, nobody heard from her. And so it just, you know, Sarah's former friends and associates, they began to flood her inbox. The responses range from cagey to guarded, to unapologetic, to cryptic, back to cagey. She was all over the place. One group member DM'd her and said, what is going on? And Sarah replied, just like completely detached. At least that's what it sounds like. Just nothing. I simply want my life back. Okay. Like, 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 yeah, like making it everyone else's yeah. like problem w- again. Yeah. Why don't you let I'll, me live? You yeah, killed yeah. you. you. You're the one who didn't let you live. Yeah. Same thing happened to Britney Spears. As soon as I got back in control of my life, now it's a problem. And it's like, that's... Oh, so she said nothing. I simply want my life back. My family was in a bad place and did what they thought was best for me. Um, Some folks were more concerned about the bottom line. And they were like, yo, you giving back those funeral donations, girl. Right. And uh, (laughs) to which they they, she replied in this. I was running by Sid earlier and Sid was like, I kind of respect that. (laughs) She goes, look, you donated that money. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She goes, a donation doesn't become a loan simply because you regret it. The donation doesn't become alone simply because I am alive now. Yeah, yeah. that is wild. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Don't go get all stingy now. Now that I'm back from the flipping dead. Yeah, that is just that's a level of bold there. Be like, oh, I'm sorry. The money you donated. <laughs> yeah, you gotta type that online because you say that face to face, you might get clocked. Yeah, yeah, you might die for real that time. Yeah. <laughs> Buck, buck. That was one of the more gangster things I've ever heard you say, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> you got the hoodie popped. You're like, you're going to die for real that time. <laughs> uh, but a, a few people began to dig and found that Susan Meacham really hadn't disappeared at all. Uh, she's been on TikTok this whole damn time. She's been on the talk on her own name as, oh, no, not as her own name, posting videos, facing everything. She's on there. Uh, what is her TikTok username, you may ask? Why that would be? TN Steel. TN Steel. TN Steel is back, baby. You know, TN Steel, the one who replaced Connie Ortiz. Right, the, the admin. admin. She's admining yes. the Facebook group. Yep. TN Steel, the state abbreviation for Tennessee, where she's from, mm-hmm. and it's spelled with an E at the end of it, like Danielle Steele, mm-hmm. the author, I'm sure. She, it's just like, it's it, it's like glass onion shit. It's like, oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, so uh, it's unclear what happens next because it's it, it turns out it's not so actually wait. illegal. Is Connie Ortiz real? 
So there is two schools of thought. I see. On the existence of Connie Ortiz. Um, some people in the group are saying, like, no, she's real. That's a real woman. She was, like, involved in the day-to-day. She's really running the group. To which I say, yeah, well, so was Susan Meacham. You know, like... I, That's, so my, like, the reason I'm wondering is because, like, she was, like, number one fan. And then she, like, stepped up to run the group after Susan, quote-unquote, committed suicide. But then why would you need to be TN Steel to take over the group? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, what if you're already running the group, you don't need to make another identity to get admin privileges, which makes me think she might be real. Yeah, forty chess. Then, then you, then you kill off Connie, get another GoFundMe. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but again, like if Connie's yeah, real, no, that then makes sense. If Connie's real, then you're right that it sort of speaks to like you could have just stayed in your lane and written like pretty good romance novels that like yeah. people enjoyed. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And people. It, and people did enjoy it. That's like what's kind of crazy is like there was like I, I, I'm not I'm by no means an elitist when it comes to books. I mean, you know, I've talked about how audiobooks is how I've consumed the written word for half a decade now. Uh, but I, the, the comments that people leave, it leads me to believe that they would for sure be enamored by her fiction. They're just yeah. like, oh, my God, let me tell you about uh uh, having fun in the worst way, which is one of the other ones, something like that. It's like <laughs> that would seem that would seems a little bit of a departure because the guy on that one is a dude with a fedora. It's over. There's no okay. chick. It's just dude with a fedora. A He's got a little facial hair, and it says, <laughs> uh, "Break the, the the tagline is breaking the rules has never looked so fun." Nice. And it's like it doesn't look like anything. It's in a book, idiot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I so I did look it up. Uh, I wanted to know, like, it's so it's not illegal to tell a bunch of people you killed yourself. Mm, not a crime. Interesting. It's what you do afterward that makes makes it worth all the hassle uh, of telling yeah. a bunch of people you killed yourself. That's what makes it illegal. It's when you start collecting life insurance policies or, you know, That's, paying off houses, shit like that. We did an episode about faking your own death, and I do think there is like a distinction here, legally at least. It's it's hard with the internet too, because like the, the it like it is so important to how people live but it also like is so immaterial so like yeah. i guess what i'm saying is there's a difference between telling a bunch of people you killed yourself and faking your own death like those yeah. are two kind of there's sort of a spectrum there and telling a bunch of people you killed yourself is at the low end of the fake yeah. spectrum <laughs> um, and a, a lot of things Facebook that are community. at the high end of it are illegal but a lot of things that are yeah. kind of in that gray area are, are legal so yeah yeah, I do it right now. I can tell my girlfriend's dog George that I killed myself. George, I am dead now, and I am still in the clear. I can fucking swat it. It's because of bullying in the online book world. I'm yeah. dead now. Oh man, um, the the book that came out after her death, uh, which probably may have saw a spike in sales. I don't know. the The info is not available, but it's like, like I mean, you know, I imagine it would have. But by it, people uh, doing podcasts about her, certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, this is um, we we have like little. Uh, uh, chilly danger levels of spiciness when it comes to people we're doing episodes about hearing it and i think this one we are in we're in five little red hot pepper territory where That's it's like right. yeah. ding, ding 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 high chance that susan yeah. beecham is listening right now um uh feature snakes girl get out of our business um <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you're out here faking your own death you got snakes to feed fucking talk show <laughs> audience applause <laughs> and i'm just like yeah and you're the coolest guy on donahue all right so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's she. Uh, but you know, the first page of the book it says, um, "Let's keep bullying where it belongs in fiction." Nice. This is where this whole time is also is it, the 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 vibe is that bullying killed her, which I think right. I, I yeah, which you have to keep that up. So, but with with not much more to go on for now, uh, I have a feeling this is going to be something that develops. Uh, I hope, but uh, it's just it's uh, it's safe to assume that Susan Meacham's story is just entering its third act. Uh, Susan's back. She's bigger than ever, and now she's got the juice. She's. I I really do think that this will generate publicity for her, uh, and yeah. probably will translate into sales. As much as she has pissed off all of these people that were her former sort of community, yeah. Uh, I do think she'll probably make a little money. Do you think she has a book on deck? I don't like know. One in the chamber. Yeah, like maybe she has a book where like this factors in as a plot or something. Yeah, it's just, that's what <laughs> I would do if I wanted to make money. Exactly. Yeah, and she had two and a half years to write it. She could have written fifteen of them. You know, like, yeah, that's true. Like, <laughs> she didn't have a whole series. Yeah, 
Yeah, and she was like, and this is the story of a Southern belle who killed herself, and everyone said, smart move, girl, and she was respected for it. This is like, that's the narrative. This is going to incentivize so, telling people you killed yourself. What, so she was on TikTok as TN Steele. Was she writing books as TN Steele, or was she just on, um, like, on I social believe, media? I, I I don't know anything of, of T and Steele's literary okay. output, so I don't know. I, I think she was just on TikTok. Okay. Um, I know that the, the, the community was also just avid readers. It wasn't like, you know, it's only right. like 750 members. Yeah. Uh, so it's very, very close. But uh, I think it's also a lot of, not everybody's like an author, but like it still feels that, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feels like maybe she would. Maybe she goes Chris Gaines with it, and that becomes like her next little thing. And she because I writes like I own. wondered if she was still writing as T N Steele, and maybe her books weren't getting attention, and so she was like, "I'm gonna be Susan Meachin again because I'm like a known name." That's what oh, I was wondering. How creepy! Just like 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 outfits in a closet. She can just be like, <laughs> "Yeah, time to put my back on my Susan Meacham suit." Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, I figure yeah, she's she's probably got some books on it. Worth it? I think it's gonna pay off for her. Uh I mean, I think financially it is gonna I because like you said, it's not illegal. I do feel like they might make her give the money back on GoFundMe, but perhaps, I feel yeah. like it's debatable and so her, what her net gain from this so far is seventeen hundred dollars for a yeah. <laughs> and some and some free editing services. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm. I made off with eighteen hundred and eleven dollars. I'm just trying to like put a put a dollar amount on this because it's yeah. like it's it's kind of low reward, but it's also pretty low risk. It's just yeah. that a bunch of people are really <laughs> mad at her now, but yeah. it, it just gets her name out there. So like, it's it's seven eighteen hundred dollars and counting or whatever. Like she's yeah. gonna. <laughs> I think she is gonna make more. Um, yeah, but well, I do the- think I I don't know if I could say it's worth it though because I feel like. There are very few communities I would want to piss off more than like the romance novel community because, yeah. as I said, those online spaces are like so intense, and those yeah. people are online all day long. So yeah, yeah, they got the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I I just feel like I wouldn't want to piss them off. So I don't know if it's I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah, I don't. And also, that's the community. Like like you write romance novels. You know, what I'm saying it's your it feels community. like. Yeah, it's yeah. your community. Like that's that's that I couldn't do this. Like I, I can't. I couldn't say it's worth it because I couldn't do this because like I like me myself. You know, what I'm saying like I like right. I like my friends and my I life have. and my community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the like part of the liking about myself is that nobody thinks I'm a person who would do anything like this. You know, like yeah. that's a component. <laughs> and to be outed as a person who would do this kind of I feel like undermines the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know there's a lot of work. I, a lot of work I put in, but uh, yeah, we will we will keep you posted uh, on this story as it develops. Uh, but I would like to end on a quote included in the epigraph of Susan Meacham's final book, uh, a, "A Love to Last a Lifetime." And if you'll recall, uh, if you haven't been listening to this in the book, she tricked her grieving friends into editing for free while they were still reeling from the news of her supposed suicide, which later turned out to be to be unreal. And now they'll know that the 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 quote, the, the book they worked on opens with this quote, be unique, be you, be beautiful. And you know who said that? It was who? Susan Meacham. Susan Meacham <laughs> said that. That was her quote. And it's quoted in the front of her book. Wow. Where she, she has a little epigraph. Wow. <laughs> where she became a, a, like potentially two other people for two and a half yep. years. Her, her, her mic drop moment was be unique, be you, be beautiful. Susan Meacham, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne yeah. Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> Hell yeah. So yeah, that is the that is the story of Susan Meacham for now. God damn. So, what yeah, a doozy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what a wild lady. If you're out there, girl, uh, you, 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 you're the type. We've, we've been gotten pretty good at clocking them. You're the type who's going to engage with us. So yeah, come on with it. Join our Patreon and DM us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, you know, that being said, guys, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we do this, like I said, we do it two times a week or two times a month. And we, uh, we also, and that's anywhere you listen to podcasts. We also have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal. Uh, you can find me online. It's at PZTX, P-E-E-Z-Y-T-X. I am going to be performing at... Sherlock's in the Valley. I'll go to McAllen. I'll be back in McAllen, baby. Uh, the Valley loves me. I'm coming back. Uh, that's where I'll be Friday. So if you live in South Texas, come see me. Kathy, got anything coming up? 
Um, I have another podcast called What a Time to Be Alive. It's uh, a dumb news story podcast. It's very fun. We covered this story on it a uh, a few weeks ago. Um, I'm Kath Barbadoro on social media, and uh, I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, guys, thank you for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? Be safe, be smart, be unique, be you, (laughs) be beautiful. But above all, don't get caught. Don't get caught. See you next time.